This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. Even if they don't offer the Roth 401k, don't make that an excuse not to save money in there, right? Because you want to take advantage of any kind of match at all. It's, it's free money, it's 100%. So we want free money first. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. Yeah, the best, um, I think, statement we ever heard was you move from forever tax to never tax. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, Southeast Missouri. This is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. And yes, it is Christmas week. I know. You really started out the show that way. <laughs> hey, why not, man? Like, we're here to educate, but we're here to have fun with this, yeah, too. Yeah, right? you're you're, you must be getting in the spirit, then. This is about the time you do. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it takes, it takes you a while. a while. It does take you a while. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of us elves are running around trying to get it all ready. <laughs> I understand, and I appreciate you. I know you do. I know you so. do. Good morning, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. It's awfully early to uh, yeah. <laughs> have done much, but yeah, uh, it's yeah. uh, we're here every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM, KSIM, and uh, we're going to bring you information every week to help you in your retirement, mm-hmm. and if you feel compelled that uh, to meet with us or if you want to talk to us, that's fine. If not, great. You get this free information. That's right. Hopefully, you're so getting something great out of the show. You can uh, shoot us an email at the retirement playbook at gmail.com mm-hmm. the retirement playbook at gmail.com uh, you can also look us up on the web you can call us 573-332-7855 and thank you for everyone that listens to the show we've gotten a lot of great mm-hmm. feedback we really have you didn't and say the website i did not say the website <laughs> I'm gonna, because i'm leaving that up to you oh right oh so you're because of the feedback that was the cue right well, sure. Okay. Sure. That was yeah. it. All go right. Ahead. Take it over. <laughs> so go to our website, theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. If you haven't, check it out. We have all of our previous shows stored there. So there's a nice library of all of our stuff. So if you want to go check out previous shows on different topics that you may have interest, you can uh, download those and listen to them anytime you want to. So day or night evenings, weekends, we're always there. (laughs) So check it out. And then also we have a complimentary retirement income toolkit that is available for download on our website as well. You'll see it right when you get to our website. Download that. It has four great articles to kind of jumpstart your retirement journey. Good information for you to check out. Please download that. We will be changing that probably next year. So um, next year is only two weeks away. I know. I know. So if you haven't downloaded that, get those articles downloaded um, before they're gone. That's right. Get them while you can. Get them while you can, whether or not. Get them while you can. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Miss Danielle, Uh did you know that communication Uh is key in any relationship? What? I had no idea. Yes. (laughs) Obviously, we've been married for 17 years. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about just marriage here. I'm talking about any relationship. Oh, okay. We have relationships. No, we have relationships with our clients. And, um, you know, communication. We don't have relationships with our friends. Specifically, (laughs) this month Mm -hmm. has been key because of all the craziness that's been going Uh, on in the stock market. I see where you're going. All right. My goodness gracious. This market is absolutely nuts. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, it's it's nerve wracking, you know, And, and it's like, okay, it's the 20th of the month and we're on pace for maybe, maybe even the worst December ever. So, I mean, that's... Ever? Ever? Ever, ever. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, it's important to make sure that your allocation is still in line with your risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. One good way to do that is to go to our website. Not our website. It's actually a different website. <laughs> it's mycolorofmoney.org. It's one of our websites. Right. Mycolorofmoney.org. And you can figure out, you can know, fill that out. It's 11 questions, real quick survey that will give you a score at the end of the period or at the end of the... Uh, time frame that you <laughs> fill this out in the questionnaire excuse me um and and it's a really good guideline mm-hmm. to kind of follow and make sure that your uh, risk tolerance is still in line with where you're at yeah especially give, given the time period we're in yeah yeah i mean yeah. you it's know little, it's, it's little been a test. yeah it's mm-hmm. been a very uh trying year mm-hmm. we'll just put leave it at that mm-hmm. uh, in the stock market this year so but we um, came off some high runs, so I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, knew it was sure. kind of coming. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. but corrections I think- are part of the uh, <clears throat> part of the deal, mm-hmm. and they're healthy. To be honest with you, get you know, 
PE ratios in line with the where they should be mm-hmm. versus, uh, you know, real high. But anyway, let's get back to this point. So communication is key to any relationship. Okay. Yep. However, it might be especially true and critical in a marriage. No way. <laughs> uh, it might not be the most fun subject, but today uh-huh. we're going to utilize, which we're really good in this in radio, by yeah, the way. Yeah. We utilize print. Right. Right. To and create. Then discuss it. Yeah. Yes, and then discuss it. Yes, okay. And we're actually going to use a very timely article here. It's from Barron's, and uh, it's actually from this month. And it's titled, Five Retirement Issues Couples Need to Talk About Now and Other Resources to Talk About Retirement for Couples. Mm -hmm. Okay? So these are conversations we should be having about retirement. So if you're single, should you just stop listening? <laughs> no, no, gosh, I'm sure it's absolutely not. Well, and truly, you know, uh, we'll dive into it. But <clears throat> even if you're not married, you're probably having this conversation with someone, someone that's trusted, I would assume. Yes. You're absolutely. having some kind of conversation with a friend or. It was a rhetorical question. Family member. It was a rhetorical question. That's too early for that. I can't, I know. you know, <laughs> can't more be joking. coffee, please. Then more coffee. Pass the coffee. Right. Okay. This stupid sinus infection. I know. Too. Yeah. You can't get rid of it. So, yeah. so I'm sure this can be a stressful conversation, right? I mean, talking about retirement, communication with couples. I mean, well, it's having to deal with things. Happen. Happened. Happened. <laughs> it is early for us. Oh. Everybody hang in there. We'll get there. <laughs> it's it's the prospect of dealing with financial yeah. and medical issues mm-hmm. that people just don't want to talk about. Yeah. Why? Because it's not fun. And my dad says, if yep. it's not fun, and if it's not easy, he's I'm not, not doing it. it. He's not doing it. I don't always subscribe to that. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know what? When you're in retirement. That's true. He's retired. A, he's retired. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But that's what my point is. That's a good life to live. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a good way to live. Mm-hmm. If you're retired, you don't want to do stuff that's hard, mm-hmm. and you don't want to do stuff that's not fun. So have these conversations now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. Right. So it's better to have an awkward or stressful conversation mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. than to deal with potentially harmful consequences later. Duh. Mm-hmm. Take the issues raised in the Barons.com article: Social Security. And when to file for benefits. Okay. Mm-hmm. Barron's mentions that there are extra benefits available if you delay filing for Social Security. Up to 8% extra benefits each year, in fact. Now, that's from the time that you reach your full retirement age. Mm-hmm. Okay, It's mm-hmm. not quite that high prior to your full retirement age. Mm. Good disclaimer. Thank you. So when you file is definitely an issue to discuss with your spouse, especially if there's a large difference in your earning history. Mm. Case in point. I had a husband and wife in my office a few weeks ago. He's saying, hey, I, she's wanting to go ahead. And, he's already on Social Security okay. benefits. Okay. And she he says, well, she's you know she's getting ready to turn 62. She wants to just turn it on for extra money. Mm. And the question was, well, do you need this extra money? Right, right. And the answer was no. Uh-huh. But. But you wanted it. But you wanted it. <laughs> yeah. So, so I said, here, let's, let's look this. at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. said, here, let's do this. Let's look at this. You bring in your statement. Let me know what your PIA is, your primary insurance amount. I'll do mm-hmm. the calculations for you. And I'll even print out a nice little re- pretty report for you so you can see the difference between taking it now at mm-hmm. 62 or, you know, delaying. <clears throat> they haven't been back. Oh, really? No. Oh. They haven't been back. Oh, they didn't want to know. They didn't want to know. <laughs> I mean, isn't that yeah. the truth, though? I mean, sometimes, yeah. Like, sometimes, hey, yeah. I got in my mind that I'm going to have extra spending money, yeah. so I'm going to go yeah. do this. And hello, you're not going to work forever. Right. right? So yeah. it's like, let's look at the whole picture mm-hmm. here. But people live for the here and now. They live for the here yeah. and now. Unfortunately. So, well, we'll see. That'll be an interesting, so stay tuned, right? <laughs> well. Yeah. That you think I'm that, not exactly calling them. Right, so. yeah. So you think it's probably over, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, so all you can do is look, educate. And that's yeah. fine. I yeah. mean, we sit down with people all the time. In fact, I just sat down with somebody this week that was called from the radio show. It was mm-hmm. interested in talking to us. She came in, we talked, and it was just a you had the conversation. casual conversations. Yeah. That's what we want people to do what, with us. You know, they were wanting and uh, what we can do. Yeah. Anyway. That's okay. Yep. Okay, so... Talking, obviously, about Social Security is important, right? Whether you want our advice or not, that's <laughs> what you're saying. Right. <laughs> yeah. You need to have the conversation just so you know what benefits are out there. And, and we've done lots of shows on Social Security. 
lots, you know, that have some very detailed information on just kind of all the different strategies that could be out there. So check that out too. So, so let's talk a little bit about why earning history would be important. Well, it's important because that's what your, your social security benefit Mm -hmm. is based off Mm -hmm. of, right? I Mm -hmm. mean, the spouse that has the higher earnings history will also leave behind the highest, you know, survivor benefit. Right, right. So, and that's the piece that most people miss Mm -hmm. is like, Hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks. Mm-hmm. Right. And so people think a break even analysis is going to be good for them and their spouse. And it's not. It's OK for a single person. But when you're talking about survivorship benefits, well, well let's back up. We're not only talking about our own benefits. We're talking about spousal benefits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that adds a lot to the mix. So not only now you have your own record. Your own benefits, you have spousal benefits, and now you're talking about survivorship benefits. And that, again, is the piece that most people miss. Right. Especially important when you have a higher earning spouse. Mm-hmm. If you both earn the same amount and you know, your benefits are real close, you know, it may not make that much of a difference. It's still worth a conversation. It's still yeah. worth a conversation <laughs> because mm-hmm. think about it this way. Let's say your two PIAs were the same, your primary insurance amount with you know the dollar amount that you're getting at your full retirement age. Let's say those were the the, the same, and, but yet you one elected mm-hmm. to take benefits at full retirement age, and then the other one waited till age 70, so you get that 8% increase every year. Well, now you're talking about a, a significant difference, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so that spouse that is surviving that has a lower benefit is going to be kicked up to that higher benefit if that higher earning, or not higher earning spouse, but the higher benefit spouse dies. So there's so many things to take into consideration to mm-hmm. your point. It's not just about the higher earning right. spouse. It's about doing the best thing financially for you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. That was a long. No, 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 no. That made sense. <laughs> kind of got off there. Yeah, no, in. no, I think that's good. I think it's good. You, you know, you do a lot of trainings on social security. So, I mean, and this is good for people to hear because you are passionate about it and very knowledgeable about it and not everybody is right. Cause I mean, it's not like it's the most exciting topic, right? <laughs> but you have to really it's know very important. it's very important. Very and important. it's not like you can make a decision and say, oh, well, never mind. I'm going to mm-hmm. do it this way. Mm-hmm. No, once you decide you're done. Right. 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 Uh, but, you know, talking about the survivorship benefit, the larger benefit could help offset some of the loss of income from the loss of the income that, uh, excuse me, could offset some of the loss of income from the loss of benefit of the, you know, the, the, the person that has now mm-hmm. passed away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that's really important and it can add a lot of um, or actually decrease a lot of stress when you're talking about, hey, you know, one spouse was collecting at $3,000 a month. The other was collecting at $2,000 a month. So you were getting $5,000 a month, death of a spouse, at least you don't have to go down to the 2000 Right. You do get bumped up to the 3000 Yeah. So. Yeah. Makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about planning for that. I right. Mean, you know, you can't plan for when you're going to die, but mm-hmm. you can plan for normal life expectancies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. So. All right. Do we have time? Or no, are we, we, gonna have to, we oh. got to take a break here. I saw it in your uh, eyes. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I saw the look. <laughs> we have to take a break here. We're going to come back and we're going to discuss a little bit more about this whole retirement conversations that couples should be having. It's all next right here on the Retirement Playbook. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, We feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, Download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. That number again is 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right, welcome back into the Retirement Playbook. We're brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We are. You got to mix it up. I know. You know I like your spicing it up. Yeah. I like your spicing it up. Okay. It's Saturday morning, man. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It's, it's almost Christmas. Oh, 
I know. We, I feel like we should be playing Christmas music in the background. No, like no. when we come in, maybe maybe our producer can do that. We have um, Christmas candy, but we can't share it. All right, let's get going here. So, um, last segment we talked mm-hmm. about Social Security, correct? Um, and we were talking about the conversations that couples should have mm-hmm. when dealing with their retirement. And obviously, Brand Social Security. New- one oh, of the sorry. ones, Social Security is one of the big ones, right? Because you talk about that being the foundation. So that's the first one we've kind of talked about. Yeah, but yeah. really, we kind of need to take a step back. You ready? Okay. All right. You know. Yeah. Um, and by the way, we're referencing a Barron's article mm-hmm. that appeared this month uh, in Barron's that's uh, titled Five Retirement Issues Couples Need to Talk About Now. Now. This December. <laughs> yeah. You only got a few days left. You know, every time. So. I mean, if you can talk about anything other than the markets. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When dealing with your money, this is dealing with your money. It is. A lot yeah. of aspects, but um, yeah. anyway. All right. So you want to go back a little bit. So, right. So what's the other conversation we should be having? Well, another conversation. Uh-huh. I'm ready. A couple should have <laughs> is exactly when to retire. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first one, right? It really is. <laughs> right. That's why I said we need to yeah. back yeah. up and talk about exactly when do you want to retire. Mm-hmm. And I'll even add this to it. What do you want to do? Right. Right. Okay, especially if there is any kind of age gap between spouses. You know, you and I are what two and a half years mm-hmm. roughly mm-hmm. apart. I mean, you're you're way older than I am. Way? Oh, whoa! No, for our <laughs> listening audience, I am the younger one. Thank you very much. <laughs> it may be counterintuitive, but according to the Barron's article, uh-huh. uh, couples with a large age gap are actually more likely to retire at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Because they want to do stuff together. If I'm younger, if I was significantly younger than you, I'd want to retire with you. Do you see what I'm saying? That makes sense to me. Well. I wouldn't want to be, still be working well, while you're about, golfing every yeah, day. I know, but dad does. <laughs> my dad's retired and, and my stepmom. He is, sends her to work every day. You're right. I know. She's Man, 12 years younger than Hopefully that. she's not listening to this because she'll be like, wait a minute, I want to retire. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with this picture? What's wrong with this picture? Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, however, this can have consequences for the younger spouse. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Cause I mean, they're going to have to plan for a longer retirement if they're mm. right. Mm. I'm assuming. Very good. Yes. I'm assuming. That's correct. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. What's what? Next? What's next? Yeah. Well, I'm saying, you know, if you're younger, no. you got to plan for a longer yes. retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Just not on my game. Here. Yeah. It's the sinus infection. I think you're still yes. fighting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully the listening audience can. <laughs> They, they hey, bear with me. Most here. people in this month get it. They, everybody's fighting something. So at some no, point, I'm on so. the back end of it though. I've had it all week. Yeah. So anyway, close to done. Yep. So but, anyway, uh, exactly. If the younger member of the couple is 55 mm-hmm. and the older member is 65, and they both retire when the oldest turns 65, the younger member of the couple will need potentially 40 plus years mm-hmm. of retirement income. Yeah. When you put a number on it. Yeah. yeah, that's just seems. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot more. <laughs> yeah. a lot more money you have to have. Yeah. yeah. In fact, an additional source from the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. titled "Why You Shouldn't Retire When Your Spouse Does" breaks down that st- that staggering the retirement ages might actually be financially beneficial. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I mean. So there you go. There it is. Paul. There it is. So yeah. what are the what are the benefits of staggering retirement dates? I mean. Well, there's a number of we financial guess, incentives, right? <laughs> right? <I laughs> yeah. mean, from the higher Social Security checks, you know, because you're delaying mm-hmm. longer than mm-hmm. uh, the younger person is, uh, to lower health insurance premiums. Huge. I think huge. that's a huge one. Yeah. I mean, especially in today's world, mm-hmm. right? Health care costs are crazy. So, um, yeah. Another one is <laughs> very relevant. <laughs> and timely. And timely uh, to potential protection against market volatility with months or years of additional earnings mm-hmm. and contributions to that retirement plan at 401k, you have it work. So it's just so, you're not riding, riding the, yeah, and that's yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, that's exactly, you know, dad and Kathy's situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, she's, she's putting more money in now right. she's in her 401k, yeah. you know, they're oh, building your dad's up. golfing. <laughs> Now. We love them. I'm just, I'm just giving it a hard time. But so, you're right. Yeah. I mean, because she is, since she's younger than him. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. So there's a lot of reasons why you would stagger those retirement dates. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not all obvious. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So what's the, what's the next topic on our list for couples to discuss since we're, you know, discussing, um, you know, 
couple of conversations, couples conversations. So just to remind everybody, if you just turned into the show, we're talking about, you know, uh, retirement questions that comments, conversations, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> that right. couples should be having. So right. what's another one? Well, I think this has become more and more common mm-hmm. uh, in our society, but partial retirements. Mm, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. People are becoming, um, uh, some retired individuals use it as a way to stay active, mm-hmm. right? To, mm-hmm. to say, hey, I'm not going to, I'm going to, maybe I'm going to retire as a teacher, but then I'm going to go do something else for a while. Yeah, you actually, know? you hear that a lot. Or they go after their passion that maybe doesn't make as much money, but they want to, they've always wanted to do it, right? right? I, right. You know, you hear of that. So, but there's also that financial aspect, mm-hmm. you know, you, mm-hmm. there's the emotional aspect, but there's also the financial aspect of, hey, you know, it's additional savings. Right, right. right. Yeah. Uh, or it's additional income uh, while they delay for filing social, social security. Mm-hmm. So let's say that, you know, we get our maximization report and it says, hey, we need to re- wait till 68 mm-hmm. to retire. But hey, I'm eligible for Medicare at 65. Right. So I'm going to, hey, I'm good as long as I got my health care taken care of. Right. And I just need to, instead of taking social security right now, which you could, you say, hey, I like that 8% increase. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have a part-time job to cover those benefits until I actually turn on mine. So, yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, you've said this in several other shows that we've had that, <clears throat> you know, if you want to work during retirement, you want it to be your choice. Yes. Right. You know, so, I mean, this may be something that people are excited to do, you know, and you want it to be because they want to do it, not because they have to do it. So Correct. Yeah. Or that it makes sense and they go, I want to do it because it makes <sighs> sense for me to do it. Yeah. So. And speaking of social security, you know, if, uh, for example, you know, to, you have a part-time mm-hmm. job to uh, to get you to when you should when you should take your benefits. Uh, if you by chance haven't had thirty-five years of working, um, then you know you get those zeros mm-hmm. that are filled in as far mm-hmm. as the calculation of your benefits. So even if it's a smaller amount, it's bigger than zero. Right, it's going to help. It's going to do it's something. It's going to help. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Anyway, something to discuss, right? That's what we're saying. These are things to discuss, you know, yeah. with with your with your sick and significant other. Always, so. you should always know what that is, right? Right? right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. and, and so you can find out what how yeah, many zeros that's a good, you yep, have. That's a good idea. Yep. That's everyone, a good idea. Mm-hmm. everyone listening, should at least once a year pull up your my social security account. Mm-hmm. So you just go to ssa.gov. You scroll down, see my social security, click on that. And if you haven't, you know, if you don't have a username and password because you've never done it, you got, you got to create one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they're going to ask you some pretty scary questions, by the way. Because they know everything about you. Because they know everything <laughs> about you. Be prepared. It's, you know, to prove your identity. Yeah. They'll ask you about a car that you financed in 1982. Oof. I'm you telling know, you, I'd what, have to, yeah. What was the license plate number? I mean, obviously I'm joking. But right. But they do. I mean, they they ask you all these questions. You got to answer them all correctly. Otherwise, they kick you out. Mm, okay. But once you're approved and you have your username and password, you know, very, obviously put it in a very safe place. Mm-hmm. Um, but but check that every mm-hmm. year. Make sure that the earnings that you have are being reported correctly. Good. Make sure you don't have those zeros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep track. If you're getting close to retirement, say, hey, I want to maybe retire a couple of years early because you've done a good job saving money. Well, make sure that you don't have any, you know, make sure you got 35 years. Right. That it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that was one of the first things you had me do when I started working here. And I thought it was really great because I'd never looked at it. (laughs) So, and you were like, oh, you should go check it out. This is what we tell people to do. And it was good. It was good to see it. So, and like you said, it was scary when they asked the question. So, (laughs) all right. So next topic, or do we have time for the next topic? Are we yeah, close? We, we can start it. Finish, yeah, okay. we may have to finish the discussion okay. in the next segment. All right. Go ahead. So I think we've talked about this a lot, but it, we got, I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't say this, especially since we're talking about topics couples should talk about, but healthcare. Oh, yeah. And then how does that impact continuing to work? So well, kind of tying those last yeah, you know, two together. Yeah, I kind of mentioned this yeah. a little bit ago, but if one spouse is under 65, they may not qualify for Social Security yet. So if mm-hmm. the same example, you got right. a 65 and a 55-year-old, you don't qualify for Medicare until you're 65, so continuing the work could help them maintain their health coverage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It may be possible to reduce your hours and still maintain health coverage. Yeah, and that's There true. is a job. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about this. Yeah. It's not very unique because most of the time you have to be full-time to get 
health insurance. Well, right? they changed that. So, you know, the, the, them going back to my HR background here. So, you know, it, it's an average, it's a look back period, an average of 30 hours or more a week. You can, you technically qualify for benefits that was changed. So you're saying you have to at 30 hours. Average. Correct. They have to offer it. They have to offer you health insurance. Employers do. That's a change. But um, some employers offer it at less. So for example, one of my previous employers, if you work 24 hours a week, you received health insurance. Now you may pay a little bit more, right? You know, because you're a part-time worker. Um, but, you know, different places offer it at different levels. So it's, you know, it's their, it's their um, decision. So it's good to check. I mean, sometimes you may have benefits of part-time, you know, truly 24 hours is part-time. Well, that's what I was saying mm-hmm. is that, you know, there, I've heard of mm-hmm. uh, different positions, not only in Southeast Missouri, but in St. Louis, mm-hmm. where you can work 20 hours a week and they offer health insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So somebody that's in this kind of in between, in between, yeah, yeah. Then, I mean, that what a great option. That is a great option, yeah. and I and I would check into them. The only thing I would caution you on again, just my HR background, is that check on the premium cost because sometimes for a part time worker, your premiums may be really, really high. Maybe you know, you never know. Okay, I so, was not aware of that. Yeah, so check that. I mean, sometimes it's not. You know, it, I mean, like I said, every this employer is why is we different. have our own in house <laughs> HR counsel. HR counsel. <laughs> But for those of you, but those of you, if you average over 30 hours, you are required to, them for them to offer you health insurance. Okay, so that's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. They don't, they have to at that, but they don't have to. Correct. They could offer But it they could offer it. It just less, may, it yeah. may cost a lot more. So you just got to check that. It may not make sense if that's, if that's the only reason you're working, right? You know, there may right. be other reasons too, but yeah. just check it out. Okay. Very good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. And uh, so now we have to take a break and you're going to be really interested and what we have to talk about next, because it's actually going to be some tools and ideas mm-hmm. to use in your own life when it comes to conversations you should be having as couples when it comes to your retirement. It's all next right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. There was a time when quality service was epitomized by face-to-face personalized attention, but technology has changed the world dramatically. That is why we at Innovative Financial Solutions have the Generational Vault, which allows you to consolidate your financial life into one place where you can organize, manage, and track your accounts upload important information and view your financial information. To learn more about this virtual safe deposit box, visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. This is Brock and Danielle. <laughs> Do you forget we are the retirement people? We are the retirement people. <laughs> and we're here with you every Saturday morning. Yeah. Shoot us an email. Give us some feedback. If you uh, have a topic that you would like us to talk mm-hmm. about, anything, really, just shoot us an email. It's the retirement playbook at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to our website, download our retirement income toolkit, give you some basic good information there. Uh, or give us a call, 332 7855. We're not there. Leave us a message, okay? And we'll call you back on Monday. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, actually not this week. That's true. Because we're closed on Monday. Yeah, it's Christmas We will call you on Wednesday. That's right. That's right. Enjoy your holidays, everybody. Enjoy enjoy your holidays. Spend your time with your family. That's right. That's what we're going to do. Yep. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. Well, I think they probably will. Nobody's really thinking about stuff. (laughs) All right. So we're talking about conversations that couples need to be having regarding retirement. Yep. And I think one of the best points you've talked about in the last two um, segments that we've had is that, hey, make sure you're having these now so that you don't have to worry about once you're in retirement. So these are good conversations to be having right now, you know, prior to retirement so that you have all of this stuff out of the way. So we've talked about Social Security, big one. Yep. Right. We talked about that, talking about when you actually want to retire so that everybody's on the same page, especially if you have a spouse that is younger. Um, You know, that's a good conversation to have. So if the spouse that's younger thinks we're all going to retire at the same time may not make sense. Right. And some of those reasons it may not make sense is health care coverage, you know, uh, which is a big cost, as we talk about. And we have gosh, we've done whole shows on health care. I think just yeah, just on understanding what that could cost you, um, especially prior to age 65. $270,000, by the way. Yeah, it went up, didn't it? We used to say like 250 and then it went up 270. So it's only going to increase, I think. So and that's the average cost for a couple Mm -hmm. in retirement in retirement to pay for things like your Medicare premiums Mm -hmm. and out-of-pocket expenses and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of money. Well, and things come up, you know, there's other things too come up. So, um, so anyway, things, Uh, things to be talking about. So we want to have those conversations now. So, and I know you kind of teased in the last segment, you said, you said, we're going to talk about some tools or, you know, some kind of like cheat sheets. So, 
So, you know, we have um, a service called the Generational Vault, mm-hmm. which is actually mm-hmm. the client online portal where you can store documents. And this is where it gets really important, too. Is that you want to make sure that all of your beneficiary mm-hmm. designations are up to date. Yep. Make sure you're having a conversation. We're talking about the conversation a couple should have about the retirement. Yes. And when it comes to the retirement, their financial accounts have a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to make sure that if something happened to both of you, that, hey, where's this money going to go? And what if you have previous marriages and you have mm-hmm. kids from previous marriages? Those can be uh, very difficult conversations. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I think <clears throat> just looking at... Do you split it 50-50? Right. Do you, you know, right. I mean, it's, I'm not saying anything's wrong right. or right. However you want it done. You, we just want to make sure you're... you're you you're, just got it to get it done. Yeah. And that your wishes are taken care of. So I think, you know, <clears throat> for us, I was surprised at, you know, um, we just, you know, recently updated all our stuff and... Our trust. Yeah, yeah, our trust and everything. And weren't you shocked at how much had changed just from the first time we did it? I mean, I just was like, Absolutely. oh my gosh. And, you know, and... And I tell people to update their trust. And they're going, why? I already did that. Yeah. Oh, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Yeah. Life it's life amazing. happens. Yeah. Life happens and like, things change. Oh, that was in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? Yep. That's exactly right. So, because so your beneficiary designations obviously have to be accurate, but, you know, it's nice when that all matches. So, there, there's no confusion if something happens to you. you know, so. and I, exactly. And I was just, yeah. you know... There, there's so many different situations out there and you know by and large you know most people can get what they want done through a beneficiary designation but mm-hmm. there are certain circumstances where you know you you want certain money to be passed on to well for example we had a client that uh, she wanted the money to split up between their her kids and grandkids mm-hmm. okay yeah. Yeah. And there was a different split, and there's a lot of the young, very well, they're minors, uh, you know, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five years old. So what do you do? Okay, well, you can get a trust mm-hmm. to to have that done to say, I want this money to be paid out over this time frame and to these kids. And mm-hmm. you know, so you can have it all laid out exactly the way you want to. Yep. And sometimes it goes beyond that beneficiary designation form. So you need to talk to an attorney. Right. Make sure what's right for you. That it all matches. Yeah. And that it all matches. <laughs> mm-hmm. matches. And then, you know, we also in our office talk about things like, hey, what if uh, I am, uh, you know, terminally ill or if I'm mm-hmm. on my, I'm at the hospital and I'm going to die mm-hmm. more than likely, do not re- resuscitate, uh, medical directives, right. those kinds of things. Your wishes. Those wishes Your are wishes. huge. Yeah. Those are, those, those are major. <clears throat> well, I can tell you, you know, from my time... <clears throat> working at the hospital. I mean, that's tough. I mean, those are hard when, you know, you see families who don't agree, right? So if you have siblings and your parents or your grandparents never explain their wishes and you're in a situation where the person is not able to tell you their wishes, that's tough. You know, right. that's tough when they don't have that on file. And and that's a hard thing to put on a family. Absolutely. So I, I think that's, that's a very important one, I think, to bring up. And actually, up. I'll so. be honest with you, I think it's selfish. To not have it done, correct, right? correct. So, oh, well, they'll figure it out. Bull crap. No, that's not, that's a that's a big burden. It is a big because they have to not only do what you're asking or do what you have to you, figure out what they think you would want. Exactly. Yeah, and that's I mean, and then they and then you have to go do it. Right. So right. it's very very difficult, and it can be a very difficult conversation. But if you figure it out now and do what you need to do now to make sure that it's not burdensome mm-hmm. on your family, that you can do that. Right. Uh, so why not? Why wouldn't you want to do that? I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. You don't want to but talk it about. It starts with the conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Between you and your spouse, right? You know, yeah. you and I have talked about that when we were redoing everything. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. hey, do we want my sister? Do we want you know whatever? Making decisions. Yeah, yeah, making yeah. decisions. And then of course we have minor children too. So it, I mean, it's just. But you have to talk about these. You things. do. You do. I think yeah, very important. So okay, well let's go on to a, a little bit of a different topic that you have to talk about. Okay. So, um, you know, that we're talking about is more like uh, when you retire, uh-huh. do you maybe want to relocate to somewhere different? Well, I'm going to actually back up a little bit. Oh, you want to talk about something different? Well, no, no, no. You're okay. good. Okay. I just want to add to okay. the discussion of if you're going to have a conversation about what your wishes are and you're going to do that or implement a plan to do mm-hmm. that, you need to maintain that plan. And that's oh, where yeah, yeah. the generational vault comes yes. into play. Yeah. You can store all of those documents and have everything right there. It's easy to access. Right? Yeah. So not only now can you see all of your accounts and view them and make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and, 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 and don't look at it, you know, like in times like this. 
Yeah. There's times you have to turn it off. Yeah. But my point is, is that, and then now we have all of our legal documentation. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. how about our taxes? Hey, are we making sure that you're having a conversation about tax reform? Okay. Because we know this is the biggest overhaul since 1986 and there's a lot of changes in there and, and you need to understand them. Right. So we can store all of that information in there. So it's a very, very good tool to use. You know, we were talking about tools right, to use. Right, that's tool. That's a huge tool. And if you're interested in it, give us a call. Um, we'd be happy to talk to you about it. Um, it's a it's a service that we offer, complimentary for our clients. And it's we get great feedback on it. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah. You know, the other things you can do it besides storage, right, is and you can see your accounts, which, you know, are all in there. But if you're currently working, you can link to some of your retirement accounts and see that stuff. So it's just great. It's right, good. Right. It's got good services in it. Okay, sorry. So there's the commercial. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> not really a commercial. Well, I mean, it is a tool. It. It's a tool. People, it's and a tool. if and if you don't have that, that's something you know you probably should look at because it's a great service. Okay, I'm sorry. So let's go back to your question. Yes. So more conversations, I think, um, around relocating. relocating. Yeah. So we're going to retire, or are we stay in where we are? Are we going somewhere? You know, what's our, you know, yeah. where do we want? Where it's do we want to go? It's a conversation. Yeah. You know, and I think it's not necessary for, uh, you know, the. 40 year old couple to maybe yeah, have that you're not quite there I mean, you yet. Might, yeah. You know, uh, have a, you know, a dream or a wish to have a place or whatever. And, and, and if that's the case and you want to get serious about it, then absolutely the earlier, the better, because now you can start investing for that. Right. Right. Or saving and for the place. Saving or whatever and investing yeah. for that, for that uh, eventual uh, purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause we don't want to have debt. In Correct. Yeah. So anyway, yes. Yeah. But yes, it's a conversation that you need to have about where you want to live in mm-hmm. retirement. I mean, my goodness gracious. Uh, okay, so according to this article, in 2016, mm-hmm. which is the most recent year for the data available, more than 84,000 retired people moved to what state? Ah, when you quiz me? Well, it's got to be Florida. Yes. Yeah, I mean. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, there is a lot of people, there are a lot of people that actually move down there. Now, mm-hmm. here's a, a, you know, something you see quite a bit as well. Now, if you've got the financial wherewithal is to have two places, right? Mm-hmm. One to have a place down in Florida. Uh, I'm actually helping a client right now retire next August. Okay. And um, he's got a house uh, here and then he's got a, a house that he just purchased in the last couple of years down in Florida. Okay. And so, you know, hey, what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. To right. Two places. Well, again, you have to have the financial wherewithal to be mm-hmm. able to do that. And want to maintain it. And want to maintain it. Yeah. Absolutely. That's another conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. I mean, that's a big one. And then are you going to use it enough? Enough? Right. But right. You definitely want to do that. We and actually know several people who do that and they enjoy doing that. They go during the winter. And, during the winter yeah. months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is their peak time down there, which right. is when everything is more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I.e. the golf. I think... Uh, I was talking to somebody and they said, yeah, when you go down there in the summertime, uh-huh. it's like $30 okay. to play a round of golf. Okay. If you go down there in the wintertime, which is again, their peak right. months, it's 135 Wow. Okay. So, you know, my dad and stepmom live in Florida. Do you remember? Was it, was it really pricey when we were there in the summer or was it really well, reasonable? No, it, it was, it, you know. Average. That, the thing about Florida is, is there's so many golf courses. That's true. That's true. So most of the time, if you're in a reasonable area, mm-hmm. they're reasonable all year round. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get people retiring to, you know, uh, Naples and mm-hmm. some of the higher, you the know, true, Miami. The and, retirement you know, focused. Yeah. Yeah, then, yeah. Then, you know, they can be more expensive. But, but you know, there's so many, so it creates competition. Mm-hmm. Well, what does competition do? It drives down prices. So. Right. Anyway, usually. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, it sounds like, wow, that's a big difference, though. Hmm. Yeah, so anyway, relocating definitely is a conversation. You know, yes. you and I have had conversations have. about this. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know that I would want to move, per se, but right. to have another place somewhere would be, yeah. you know, I think ideal. Right, right? yeah. I don't think I would want to actually relocate. That. Right, right. And I think that's, well, to your point, that's a good conversation to have because some people are maybe going, no, I'm done, I'm out. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> you know, I'm ready to go that's wherever. True. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for this segment. We've only got one more segment to go. So stay with us right here on KZIM, KSIM. You're listening to The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Tax planning can be very difficult and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, 
we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We don't do loans. We do retirement. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Well, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Not everybody knows. Just That's define right. what hopefully, retirement people is. Right? True. Well, hopefully if you're listening, you realize that. So hopefully yes. they're. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they do. Just make them funny. I know. So we've been we've been talking about the whole show about conversations that sh- you should be having with your significant other regarding retirement. So some good conversations to be having now, not when you're in retirement. So things we've talked about is Social Security, obviously planning for Social Security determining what age you want to retire. And that's pretty important, especially if your spouse is significantly younger. Right. Uh, that all comes into play, right? Especially when you look at Social Security. Um, who's working? Are you going to continue to work? How are we paying for health care? You know, those conversations are pretty important. And then we kind of talked about, um, you know, do you want to relocate? Right. That's kind of where we wrapped up, you know, relocation. And is, is that something that you want to do when you retire? So snowbirds, snowbirds. Yep. Some people and we kind of talked about a lot of people like to keep their main home and maybe go for just the winter months. But some people want to just completely leave. So if you completely leave, it seems like we've we've heard some re- reports that sometimes those retirees are not actually happier. Well, you hear how great Florida is. Right. You know, mm-hmm. minus the humidity. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got that here, too. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah I think, you know, people complain about. Um, the humidity. Yeah. And and I'm like, yeah, it's just as humid as here. Here, I haven't seen any difference. Yeah, I feel you like know. it's the same. So right, right. Well, well, that's why we enjoyed Arizona so much. That's true. There was no. Humidity. There's no humidity. Now, there. It was a little bit hotter, but yeah. But it, it didn't feel as hot. Scottsdale. Yeah, that was pretty Great nice. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty nice. So anyway, you know, I was kind of surprised. You know, it kind of caught me off guard that they said people may not be as happy if you retired to Florida because you know you well, always how hear can how you great. not be happy though, right? Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, the humidity, but. You no know income tax. I know the the weather is usually great. Yeah, um, lots of destination places to go eat and those kinds of things. You yeah. think people would be just like thrilled? Uh, not only thrilled, but just ha- get content at mm-hmm. least, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, um, yeah. So, so people who don't relocate may be more satisfied with life than individuals who relocate to the sunshine and flamingos. I don't understand, <laughs> right? Well, it says that uh, according to the National Bureau of Economic Research. Okay. And researchers, John F. Hallowell, Max B. Norton, and wow, there's a bunch of dudes, and I don't know how to say <laughs> the name. name yeah. In their working paper, and the paper is called Happiness at Different Ages, The Social Context Matters, found that long-term city residents had a higher level of life satisfaction mm-hmm. than short-term city mm-hmm. residents. And the difference in satisfaction level was most notable among those 65 and older. Yeah, and that makes sense. I mean, so, you know, if you you're in a, a place for, for a longer period of time, right? You know, people, I mean, same thing. We, we love our community, right. right? Think about it. We love living here. We love the people we've met, the people we know. We, we understand the culture. You know, I think culture, um, you know, I used to talk about culture a lot in, in work, right? Cause you spend yeah. so much time at work, but that's, that's, I mean, I can't imagine that's especially true in your community where you live, right? Because you want to feel like you're you're part of a good culture, a good uh, people that have same values and that kind of thing. So, I mean, if you pick up and leave somewhere, it's going to take time to get to know that, I would think. So, well, I yeah. mean, you know, it could take up to 10 years before you mm. actually feel like you're part of the community. Yeah, and I believe that. And that's a big piece. Now, for some people, like my dad, mm-hmm. for example, he doesn't care to be a part of the community. <laughs> All he wants to do is play golf. And, and if and, there's a good golf course, he's happy. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, is, that's is, true. But that's for true. people that are more inclined to be involved in yeah. the community it could be tough right it could be tough yeah you know just relocating altogether to a new right even if it's good weather and mm-hmm. no income so tax there you go it may Which, not by be- the way the no income tax thing yeah. is kind of a i mean there is no income tax right, right. state income tax but they get you in other ways yeah property they do. taxes are extremely high those kinds of things but you know anyway uh all right let's move on from that yeah you want to talk about something different 
Well, or do you want to talk about your investment news articles or anything like that? Because there's some things. I mean, I know we're in our last segment, so I don't want us to miss anything that you were kind of wanting to touch on. So, well, no, this actually there is something here. It okay. Says, uh, I know what a challenge it can be during the holidays when suddenly everyone is at home mm-hmm. and getting in each other's way. It's chaos. Mm-hmm. And what they're saying is, is that if you relocate, basically, mm-hmm. that you won't have that Christmas time dinner or that Thanksgiving dinner you know, with your family. Mm-hmm. And so that could be something that, you know, is a, is a downside to relocating. You don't think about those things Well, sometimes. you can still come back. I know, but, you I know. I mean, you know, you can take a plane ride or something like that, so. Right. But I do think, you know, there's some other things that, you know, um, we should talk about, I think, is long-term care, right? Yeah. So I think that's so pretty important. we talked important. about Medicare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we didn't talk about long-term, long-term care, care. Which everybody thinks is taken care of through Medicare, and it's mm-hmm. not. It's not. Right. That's why I think it's important to, to mention. So, you know, everybody thinks that's taken care of uh, long-term care through Medicare, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and planning for this uh, cost, like not only the cost, but what are you going to do? Like that's the conversation you and right. your spouse need to have. What do you want to do when it comes to that point? Yeah. Do you yeah. want to stay in your home? Do you care? Do you want to go to assisted living? Do you want to go, you know, unfortunately you might be forced to go to a nursing mm-hmm. home. So yeah, I don't think anybody dreams of that. Well, and it's, <laughs> there's like great facilities out there. I mean, like we have them right here in Southeast Missouri mm-hmm, where you mm-hmm. can actually just go buy mm-hmm, a, a property, play, a property mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, when you and your spouse die, then it goes back to them. But but my point is, is there's that options. There's options and it's not all doom and gloom. Right, options. right. Do you want to do that or do you want to stay in your home? And now mm-hmm. I understand this is a conversation that you can have as it gets closer uh, as you get older, mm-hmm. but it's still a good idea to be on the same page when mm-hmm. it comes to these conversations. Agreed. You know, and if you're not on the same page, you need to come to a mutual decision that's mm-hmm. satisfactory for both. Yeah. And you may not be able to stay in your home. Your current home may not work for when you're having difficulties walking. You know, I mean, that's, those are conversations you need to have, you know, does our current home work for that plan? So yeah, I think there's lots of good things to talk about. I was shocked at the article though. And then the price. Yeah. The Did Washington Post yeah. uh, back uh, last month in November, I uh, had an article and, and uh, it says the price of living longer. You could pay a hundred thousand plus a year for nursing home care. <sighs> Healthcare costs are likely to be a huge expense. Which we've talked about. Yeah. 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 More than a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's a huge impact on your budget. Well, yeah. And let me tell you something. It's quite possible that those prices will continue to rise. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't, I would actually take possible out and say likely. Likely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but according to the writer, an annual median cost of long-term care uh, support services increased an average of 3% from 2017 to 2018, with some care categories rising two to three times the 2.1% inflation rate for the U.S. So, you know, and that's kind of on par. Mm-hmm. You always say it kind of rises at double the rate of inflation mm-hmm. as far as healthcare is concerned. Uh, with increases in that range, you can see how long term healthcare is an important conversation for couples nearing retirement to have. Yep. Again, where do you want to be and how much is that going to cost? And so you got to have a financial plan that can support that decision as well, by the way. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, how are we going to pay for it? If that's what you want to do, that's great. But how are we going to pay for it? Yep. Yep. I mean, that's a conversation about anything, right? Yeah, exactly. So we've talked a lot uh, about a lot of different issues for couples um, to discuss before retirement. (laughs) So do we kind of, yeah, let's talk about, yeah. Where to live in multiple places, Mm -hmm. potentially, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, How to... um, uh, how your schedules, mm-hmm. roles, and responsibilities will change. Um, there are many, many issues yep. that couples need to discuss. Oh, yeah. These are just a few. <laughs> we obviously didn't hit on all of them today. <laughs> but cause some good starting conversations for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what else do we want to talk about? Well, I think we should wrap up again, you know, and say that... Um, you know, if you haven't checked out our color of money, that's a great start. You know, I know we kind of referenced this maybe in the first segment. I'm kind of losing track of our segments. Um, but if you're interested in kind of seeing where you are right now, as far as, you know, your risk tolerance, check out our mycolorofmoney.org, mycolorofmoney.org. Simple 11 step questions. And it kind of gives you an idea of where you are as far as an investor. And I think that's a good starting point. And I think what's great, you usually have the spouse take each spouse, take it um, independently. Right. Um, and kind of see if you guys are on the same page. That's a good little conversation starter, too. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good one to look at. So when you're having a conversation with your spouse, right, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's coming again and to an agreement. Right. Of all of these things. And 
the beautiful part about it is, is if you've been married for, you know, say more than 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> actually, let me qualify. It may be 15 or 20. It may be getting higher. <laughs> so, but, yeah. But this, these things become easier. Because yeah. Because you know what that you You've expect. worked through some of the other issues. Of yeah. Things. I agree and, with that. But it goes back to one thing and one thing only. And it's communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Having the communication and the honest conversations about what you want. Mm-hmm. about what you, he or she wants, and right. then coming to that agreement and saying, okay, if that's great, this is what we both agree upon. But again, then kind of working that into your financial plan. Mm-hmm. And and so from a financial aspect, you know, you you, you can't want this and only have income or money right. for that. <laughs> it's got a balance. It's got a balance. It's got a balance. <laughs> but what's the, what's the number one thing people fight over is money, right? So I think it's going to be a not easy conversation. So, I mean... Yeah, but it's conversations to have. Going it back is. to the um, uh, beneficiary designations, mm, too, that's mm-hmm. a huge one. Especially, yep, we should you, reiterate that again. Yep. That's a big one. Yeah. So making sure that your beneficiaries are up to date. Yes. So if you're having that annual meeting uh, with your advisor, which you should be mm-hmm. uh, at a minimum, you uh, need to have that conversation. That should right. be a part of the review. Yeah. Okay. To make sure that all of your hard-earned money goes to who it's supposed to. Yeah. And when it's supposed to. Whew. Yeah, I can okay. tell horror stories there. You know, there's my HR background of people who didn't update their beneficiary designations and then someone passes and family members would inquire and it was going to an ex or, you know, someone you didn't want it to. We used to uh, talk about in um, HR, one of the things we would tell people is that you fall in and out of love a lot. <laughs> so make sure your beneficiary right. designations are right. So, so there we yeah, go. There it is. There's our retirement conversations for couples to have. Mm-hmm. That's the information that we're bringing to you this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for joining our show and Merry Christmas to That's everyone right. out there. Have a great week and we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.